Yeah, I think I I embrace you in in some in some way. I embrace the the I embrace your your energy and that's awesome man going on? You're listening to the Moron Bro Show here at realpunkradio.com. Come, come, come. My name is Keegan. I'm CJ. And we are the Moron Bros. Almost every single week we are coming to you live with the uh, shit, dude. Spookiest, scariest, and ghouliest music from across the internet and more. It's our Halloween episode, everybody. Uh, yeah. We are... A day late and a dollar short, but... I hope everybody had a spooky evening last night. Because we're currently having a spooky evening. It's, it's, it's Halloween right now for us. I hope you found some cool edibles in your kid's candy. You know, not enough drugs in the candy. That's what I'm saying. All I'm saying is people are worried about that. And it's like, who's giving their edibles out for free? That's you know? right. Is It's like, if I have drugs, the last thing I'm doing is giving it to like a five-year-old. Yeah. Because it's like, I want to do those drugs. Yeah. And then, like, the amount that you would have, like, if you were just giving... Although I have the to, same feelings about candy, but... If you were trying to <laughs> dose kids... <laughs> if you were trying to dose kids, right? Actually, you know what? You're right, dude. On top of it, like, why give candy to kids? Like, it's... Yeah, they don't... They don't what did they do to deserve that candy? Did they go to work today? I no. Mean, some of them have cool costumes, but it's like... You know who deserves, you know who deserves candy is those kids in other countries. Because they did go to work today, and they do deserve That's candy. They true. do deserve candy more than any of the goddamn kids in the United States do. Jesus. What do they do? They, they went on their TikTok all day? They were a hard day in the TikTok mines for middle-class uh, white kids? Yeah, doing so you know, to, cool Fortnite dances in their Fortnite costumes. Right. Because you know what it is? is it's like 364 days a year. 
every kid is just getting internet candy in the form of like you know online like gratification in some sort and it's like this is the one time a year where we're like you know what get outside and get some physical never mind gratifications from your neighbors that's not what i wanted to say but you know what i mean yeah (laughs) (laughs) go touch grass Uh, go touch grass kids um but how's everybody doing what's up uh it's the moron bros we're here again we've got a full jam-packed episode for you once again especially because it's spooky season um we're gonna have some scary music and shit coming up cj uh we've got hansen death pool uh weeks are our our, uh music history jesus why you know we take a week off and it's like you just forget how to do this thing it's weird well, then we we had guests the last two shows. Yeah, yeah, we've had a lot of guests. If you haven't had a chance to go and check out our backlog, make sure you do, and you go and check out all the episodes that we've been releasing. Also, episode two of the Keegan's uh, Keegan and Friends game show dropped last week, uh, so we have a second we have a second contestant moving on to the live Keegan and Friends game show that will be happening in December. Yeah. Uh, speaking of game shows. Oh yeah, CJ. I so I was scrolling through uh, Facebook today, and I found this article by a uh, pretty funny dude from the Fancy Boys Club, which I guess is a website. <laughs> yeah, of I've some seen sort. Fancy Boys, yeah. Uh, but his name is Brandon Anderson, uh, and he wrote an article called "Whose Lyric Is It: Taylor Swift or Guar?" And being Halloween, I figure this is the perfect time uh, to go through this and play. The whose lyric is it, Taylor Swift or Guar, with you, CJ? Yeah, because Taylor Swift is uh, so synonymous with Halloween. Right, 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 and and of course, one. and of course, Guar, and of course, Guar. Um, four times I've seen Guar was on Halloween. <laughs> so I suggest anybody listening to this go and check out the article because the article is like really fucking funny, and you'll understand a little bit better once we get into the questions. So here we go, lyric. I hate that stupid old pickup truck you never let me drive, your redneck heartbreak, who's really bad at lying. So watch me strike a match on all my wasted time. As far as I'm concerned, you're just another picture to burn. Who's the artist? The picture part, burning a picture, it's got to be Taylor Swift. I'm going with Taylor Swift. That is Guar. Okay. While one of their slightly more obscure songs, this is one off of Guar's breakthrough album, Scum Dogs of the Universe. Sexecutioner had notably been dating Dolly Parton at the time and had a bad breakup when she left him for young Travis Tritt. Sexecutioner dated Dolly Parton. The raw feeling from the Queen of Music or the Queen of Country music leaving him led him to write the lyrics. I guess I was just looking for love. I knew it was a breakup song, and yeah, and it's just like as soon as Sex- the picture part came, I was like. Sexecutioner would tell Teen Vogue. Uh, now, the next one, the lyric. Teen Vogue interviewed the Sexecutioner? <laughs> the next, the next. There's so many things in that story that are. The next lyric. Met the National Guard at you. It's and gotta you be shit, fake news, right? Met the National Guard and shit your pants. It's not your imagination. It's not a bad, tri- it's not a bad trippy. Yes, that's him. It's the big smelly hippie. Who is the artist, CJ? And I feel like I'm being tricked. That's it's Guar. It's Taylor Swift. 
Okay. Off of her notoriously angsty self-titled first album, Taylor Swift shows uh, for the first time a thread that would carry throughout her uh, every album an intense, visceral hatred of hippies. Her hatred would earn her citations from the FBI for inciting a riot set on several occasions, while notably around Burning Man, or while no- <laughs> most notably around Burning Man. Quote, fuck these fucking dirty trash bags. If I wanted to be around poor people who can't get a job, I'd call Trey... Anastasio back, Swift uh, Swift memorably said to Larry Flint on his podcast. The next one, Lyric. And I don't know why, but with you, I dance in a storm. In my best dress, fearless. Is it Guar? That's Guar. That's Guar. Beefcake the Mighty uh, was always seen more as the poet of the group, a Sagittarius through and through. He has always been the person in the group more known for his ability to live to the fullest and not be scared of what anyone in society or otherwise thinks. Uh, Their open nature towards life shines through in this lyric uh, off of the band's 2020 release, Evermore. Beefcake has been called the master lyricist of a generation, notably sharing the stage with the late Loretta Lynn and the Dixie Chicks at the 2009 Country Music Awards. So CJ, I don't know if you've noticed the uh, trend here. But the answers are obviously the opposite, and the yeah. the 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 explanation at the end—they just swap Taylor Swift for Guar and Guar for Taylor Swift. Yeah, yeah. I I I, I love this article so much because of it. Like, there's so many more too, and it's so funny. And they just do that every time. This the the person who wrote this article is a goddamn genius. It was uh, uh was it, uh Brandon Anderson? Uh, yeah, Branderson. Uh, Brandre Breeson, actually. Andreessen. Oh, Brandon Andreessen. Okay. A-N-D-R-E-A-S-E-N. Yeah, Andreessen. Okay. But yeah, that was this, the article was released today. I would suggest going and checking it out. I'll post the link for it in our Discord if anybody would like to check it out. Um, as just a, a fun game. And we'll play it again uh, next Halloween. And that is Taylor Swift or Guar. Uh, but yeah, CJ, should we get to it? Uh, yeah. All right, cool. Uh, the first thing we do every single week after we guess whether or not the song or the song lyrics were Guar or Taylor Swift uh, is we do our weeks in review through songs. These are de- not necessarily songs that describe our week but they could just be songs that we've been jamming to all week uh we're trying to keep a little bit of a spooky theme as well because it is halloween cj what do you got for us this we're week? also doing all covers which is like bands and musical covers. oh yeah we are trying to do covers as well which yeah you're right bands in costume uh i'm going with the toys i think this is the only not cover actually well no it's a cover yeah it's a rendition at least uh the, is it? The, yeah the toys with monster hash Oh yeah, yeah. It's monster. It's a match. parody. It's smoking weed. Yeah. It's a parody. Close enough. Suck right. my dog. <laughs> All right. What are you going with? Uh, I'm going with uh, slackers. The slackers attitude by the misfits. So not only is it a misfits song, so it's technically spooky, but also it's a band in a costume doing a cover of a misfits. So it's a band in a spooky costume. Yeah, so we got uh, 
The Toys coming up with Monster Hash. The Slackers after that with Attitude. You're listening to the Moron Bros Show here at realpunkradio.com. Let's check it out. And he's totally wrecked. He smokes some hash. He smokes some monster hash. Some monster hash. He was completely smashed. He smokes some hash. That Transylvanian's trash. A monster hash. He smokes some monster hash. Now every night the dead rise up from the grave to partake in our happening THC rave. For you, the living, this hash was meant to. When you get to my door, just say the toys sent you. We'll smoke some hash. We'll smoke some monster hash. Some monster hash. And we'll all get trash. We'll smoke some hash. From my personal stash. A monster hash. We'll smoke some monster hash. Mm, hash. Good. Easy boy. Save some for daddy. Oh, 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 
there the toys before that with monster hash uh this. that's a what's up i don't know i was looking for the words but i don't have them anyway <laughs> it's a pretty good it was a pretty good way to kick off our spooky episode here on the moron bro show cj I love monster hash halloween not necessarily a big uh holiday everywhere else apparently uh i mean why would it be right right I know, I mean, Mexico, you know, it's like one of those their their own like actually cultural thing. I was gonna happening. say like South America has like some very culturally specific yeah. holidays and stuff like that. But like, and there are like certain variations of it. But I feel like in other countries, like their version of Halloween is like an actual venerated holiday. Yeah. Whereas this is just like, hey, candy could sell a little harder. I don't know. I don't you guys know. got. Guys like me that are just waiting for payday this week. I'm going to go pick up all that discount Halloween all candy. All that discount candy. Them son, the dumb sons <laughs> of bitches couldn't eat all that candy. What do you yeah. do? I'm reaping all the benefits. You fucked up. You, you fucked, fucked up. up now. You fucked up, kid. Speaking of children and being kids and stuff, we have a radio show uh, here on Real Punk Radio, that's every single Tuesday. You're listening to the Moron Bros Show. But we have a radio show, and somehow uh, that means we started listening to music, the music that we like to share with you every single week. Uh, somehow we started listening to music, and what this segment is trying to do is to explain to you how that happened. Uh, we have gone through our entire music history from childhood all the way till 14 years old. We're on the fourth week of being 14 cj uh at least yeah i think it's fourth because uh because you said four week the fourth week ago was something that i picked when i was 13 stairway to heaven stairway to heaven i picked when i was 13 so so that was four weeks ago so yeah we're on week four of being 14 uh, we've gone through quite a bit, but it's uh, it's starting to get down to the end of 14. We might have to move on to 15 here pretty soon. CJ, what do you got for us in your 14th year? What did you listen to at 14? Uh, I think I already uh, probably played The Offspring for one of my... I'm pretty sure you played them back at like 12 or 11. Yeah, because I think it was like 12. But I heard this cover the other day. It just came out like a week or two ago. Uh, and I really wanted to play it. It was kind of my excuse for doing the whole cover show on Halloween. <laughs> yeah just so i could sneak this in uh again for my musical history it's a pretty sick cover well, i got bite me bambi coming up with want you bad by the offspring what are you going with so for my 14th year uh i i was 14 i think it's next year will you be were year. you were 14 in your 14th years yeah uh, i can fact check that <laughs> it's accurate full on def- definitely um no I, I think next year will be the year that i go with pantera 
Um, because that will be the year that I believe Dimebag died. And that was when I really got into him. Okay. I could be wrong. That might have been when I was like 13 again. But whatever. Yeah. Fuck it. Uh, we're doing it live. 14, I, I, I was really into uh, Amon Amarth. I was really into Amon Amarth. I would end up going and seeing Amon Amarth like three times. I was a really big metalhead in high school. Um, I got really into a lot of heavier shit. Uh, but then like when hardcore came around, it was kind of like I made the the real hard, like the the decision. I was like, okay, I'm gonna be really into metal, but not hardcore. And then I'm gonna like punk, but not hardcore. <laughs> Like, I was just like, I'm going to stay as far away from this, like, overly aggressive style of punk and metal, and then I'm going to go to the still aggressive, but just ridiculous. I mean, I was, I was the opposite. I was like, who is this anal cunt? Why can't I stop listening to it? Well, see, like, I liked stuff like that. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I, and I went to hardcore shows. I went to a lot of fucking hardcore shows, but it was like... It was like the only local shows we had. <laughs> Exactly. Well, that was it. It was like the only shows that we really had around here. So if you wanted to go to shows, that was what you ha- you had to like sort of get into it, it in some degree. So it was like I was a really social dude. So it was like that was what I went to. But for the most part, I wasn't really listening to most of that music. I was listening to other shit and then just hanging out with all the dudes and chicks that went to those shows. I was into all of it. <laughs> and pretty I much like, an appreciation like, I was it. into that like. Now listening to I wouldn't even like, but I was just like, I was into the rage. Mm. Well, I mean that's the thing, right? Is it's like now I get older and I sort of appreciate some of those bands a little more. Where I'm like, oh, okay, well there was like an aspect to this that I really wasn't privy to as yeah, there's a some child. bands like that, and there are other ones where you're just like, man, this was trash, but man, those dudes were angry. Yeah, they're so mad, and it makes me like <laughs> like, like job for a cowboy. I will listen to Job for a Cowboy before I play hockey, and almost exclusively then. Never, ever in any other situation. Because they're dog shit. They're, like, objectively bad. There was no bassist. Just three guitarists. Four guitarists. Four guitarists. I'm sorry, yeah. It's objectively bad. It's just bad. But they're angry. And there's heavy shit, and it made you want to fucking run through a goddamn brick wall. So Job for a Cowboy was there. Uh, But that's not what I'm playing. I'm playing Amon Amarth. Is it a cover? It is a Monomarth covering System of a Down, remember? Oh, yeah, it's a Monomarth covering System of a Down. System of a Down, I'm doubling this. It's a twofer. It's a twofer. Because in 14, or at 14, I was in a band that was trying to cover System of a Down. And they wanted to cover... for anyone. They wanted to cover beer, I think. Okay. Is that the one? I thought it was Bounce, if I can recall correctly. Not the cover that they're doing here. No, no, the cover that you guys were doing. No, 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 no! Not the cover that that wasn't Euphoria. Uh, it was that was a different band. It was with Scott Murga. That okay. was that. It was that same band that did the uh, Stairway to Heaven. I just I feel like I. Oh no! It was BYOB. BYOB. Okay. That's why I was thinking beer. Okay. It was BYOB. We were trying to cover BYOB, and it was so fucking hard on yeah. everyone yeah, else. Not, it's not a good time for anyone. Yeah, I could sing it. I could do it. I was like, yeah, let's do it. And everybody else in the band like immediately was like, no, we're not. Yeah, doing never this. Mind. Never mind. Yeah, this is gonna be too hard. But yeah, so a little bit of a twofer there on my musical history. I got a Monomarth covering System of a Down. Yeah, so we got Bite Me Bambi coming up with Want You Bad by The Offspring, a Monomarth after that with Aerials by System of a Down. 
You're listening to the Marlon Bros Show here, realpunkradio.com. Let's check it out. I want you all tattooed. I want you
Ariel's Amana Marth there covering some system of a down bite me Bambi doing it up on some offspring with I want you bad. I hope you guys are thoroughly uh, scared <laughs> so far by the music and everything that we've done so yeah. far here today. It's, it's our Halloween episode. We do extra hard. Uh, try, we try extra we hard. We just did uh, what? Like three voiceovers and Red Hansen and then just played 40 minutes of Gregarian Chants in between. Oh my each god, episode. we should have did that. We should have just played <laughs> Gregarian Chants dotted with us doing stuff yeah. in between. But like we don't we don't like make any, any Probably could have monetized that episode too. <laughs> right? And we don't like make any distinction. Like the first one's like seven minutes in, the next one's like ten minutes later, the next voiceover's twenty minutes later. Yeah. Third like final voiceover is an hour and a half into it. <laughs> like just really really see how like test the patience of rourke and every other person who's ever tuned into our show yeah they're just like what is this and like like even and when we come through the voiceovers we don't even like really address it we're like that was gregorian chant uh hope you shout out to gregoria yeah if you're not <laughs> if you're not completely spooked you know now we've got another 30 minutes Coming up right now. Here we go. Check it out. Like, <laughs> oh, it'd be great. We should do that. That's next year. That's yeah. That's for the Patreon. We just do forty minutes of Gregorian <laughs> chants with us in there periodically. Oh no, dude! Us doing. We need to do an hour and a half of Gregorian. Yeah, we could yes. certainly monetize it then. Yeah, we. We do don't even it. have to do a half hour. We only have to do thirty seconds, and then we have to. Loop and we it. just loop the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> forty minutes, and like randomly, we'll stop, and we'll like talk over it, like we add like a a voice to it. But like, we don't even do it. Like we don't do it. Like we do skits. We'll, we'll do like some flourishes do... too, and then I'll just like slap them in around and shit. And we do like skits over the music. Some of the music, like we we just take a whole section and we turn it into something else. Like music wise, uh, and then you know, I mean, we, we just really have fun with it, you know. Go, go, go hog wild, as it were. Yeah, speaking Seems of like hogs, a... speaking of hogs, yeah, what are we speaking of? Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> speaking of hogs, uh, the biggest, the best, greatest, everybody's new favorite segment here on the Moron Bros show is. Mbop to the top, an unauthorized, unsolicited autobiography of Hanson by Jill Olcox, like from back in the day. Whoa. Matthews, we're on page 39. We're almost on the big 4-0, CJ. Yeah. We're almost, damn, dude. We've, we've gone through a significant amount of this book. We're almost a quarter away. At page 52, <laughs> that's, at page 52, you understand that that is a year's worth of weeks. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, so we're almost we're almost there. So we've it's definitely funny that you doing... say that because page fifty two actually ends a chapter. That's fucking crazy. This is it's all it's all meant to be. That's you don't know you. This is the thing yeah. we don't understand. This is all meant to be. Um, by the way, mm-hmm. CJ, that reminds me. Tonight we cannot forget. We have to do the intro and chapter two to Mbop to the top so that we can finally release the first ten chapters all in one YouTube video. All right, let's see if we can get some Satan voice going. We'll definitely see what we can do. But CJ, 
We've got page 39 of Mbop to the top. Take it away. Literally one sentence left in this sentence. If you want to know the sentence, like the entirety rest of this sentence. You want to know the beginning of the sentence. You said a whole sentence to finish the sentence, but it wouldn't be a sentence in itself. So it's That's true. Uh, Go back last week. I said I'm I'm trying to be mindful of saying go back to last week. I noticed noticed that Matt did it. Yeah, I noticed. I know. (laughs) It was crazy. I I was like, no way. I was like, maybe he does listen to our shit. Or maybe the universe is just a crazy fucking place. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, go back last week. Only the real ones know. The last word of the sentence that ended last week's page. It would technically be two weeks ago. Yeah, two weeks ago. Oh, well, yeah. No, they were listing it. I remember it because we were like, who could it be? Who could it be? Zechariah. Zechariah. All right, and here we go. New sentence in quotations. They had to put an answering machine on that phone. They never pick it up without screening the calls first. They set up a second line for friends and family. That one's unlisted. Yo, they had two phones. One for the hoes and Pokemon Go. <laughs> <laughs> they had two phones in the 90s. These dudes were... Yeah. See, CJ, we joke. We joked about Hanson being... You know, just fuck bus connoisseurs. Fuck bus connoisseurs. The kinds of people who would have a fuck bus. Yeah. But it seems kind of like we weren't wrong. I mean, I've I didn't think I was wrong. <laughs> I mean, it seems like these dudes were balling from day one, and they knew it. Yeah. Also, fair to point out, Jill Matthews is a fucking creep, and the fact that they were that they were probably fucking even young is a real weird. Yeah. Real weird thing for her to. She focus seems real, on. real happy for him about it. She's so happy for him, dude. Seems like they just wanted to, you know, if they wanted if they wanted to wet their willy, they were trying to do it on the DL. Yeah, and she's just like all about always up in a bush. Or, yeah. yeah, she's like, dude, I was there. Yeah. They were they were blowing Knocks that up in a tree. Yeah, they were blowing that guy for a record deal or whatever. Yeah. That's what she said. She said that in the book. I seen it. I seen it. <laughs> Clearly the Hansons were getting even more popular, and they knew the dream was getting closer to reality. They had professional management, were booked to perform constantly, sales of Boomerang were booming. We've gotta get Boomerang shirts! Why why do we never, we have to remember that, dude. Well, we need to figure out a way to, like, uh, make our own Boomerang shirts, Matt Wixon style. Mm, make a moron bros boomerang yeah. shirt yeah. we need to figure out what the boomerang fucking shirts look like we need to figure yeah. out what boomerang looked like maybe we can just like uh give matt wixon 20 bucks to do it for us oh for sure well i mean yeah no i mean he would do that but we we, we have plenty of friends that could help us with that yeah but it always means more from Matt. that's true uh where are we at here Oh, yeah. The sales of Boomerang were booming, and even more clearly, a fervent fan base was spreading. And still, they did not have a record deal. I thought, what happened to the guy that they blew in Houston or Austin? I think he was just management. Oh, okay. That's why they were saying, dude, okay, so Boomerang is just a picture of them standing next to a brick wall. And it says Hanson. Boomerang. Okay. 
So we get three photos of Charles Manson. Photoshop them over the Hanson boys' faces. Okay. Change the H to an M. Manson. Yeah. Oh my God. Manson boomerang. (laughs) Moron Bros presents. Yeah. Manson boomerang. Yeah. Oh my God. That's, yeah, that's it. Yeah, I don't, uh, yeah, I think that's pretty. Right, I'm sorry, I'm posting it in the Discord. But uh, (laughs) where are we at? Uh, Where are we at? And still, they do not have a record deal. So once again, the family elected the do-it-yourself method. They went back into another local studio to record another independent CD. From the get-go, this one was going to be different than Boomerang. Okay, so was it going to have covers and shit? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, that wasn't was, that the whole thing with Boomerang. They were like it was half just, covers and then yeah. half originals. Just a bunch of heroin addicts. I mean, they're all wearing flannels in this. Okay, well, that was the times, right? Yeah, mid nineties. Yeah. As Isaac described it to Urban Tulsa magazine, we went into a garage studio, actually the Lewis Drap studio, and recorded our next album. We produced it ourselves, and we played our instruments on it, too. So, yeah, yeah, this is their, their this first, is like, like real. Yeah. This, is, this is probably the, the, the album that had Mbop on it. Taylor adds, this time we did much more of a pop rock thing because we were more of a pop rock group. Now that we were playing instruments, there wasn't a lot of synth stuff on it. We completely wrote it. That's good. I mean, they're, they're starting to actually become a band. Yeah. I mean, you gotta actually be a band if you want you want to get that fuck bus, baby. Dude, that was the thing, right? If that was the end goal, which it seems like that was the end goal, um, you gotta pick up the instruments. You gotta do it. During those sessions, it was Taylor who cracked the whip when Ike and Zechariah were goofing around. Now, is that a PC statement these days? Who did what? Uh, the, the statement is, it was Taylor who cracked the whip. That's a PC thing. You, you're allowed to say that still? It doesn't seem like you should be allowed to say that. I feel like in certain contexts, that's not okay. Like, I think it's, it's like porn, right? It's like, you know it when you see it. It's the same with that. It's like, if, if you, if you think that it's really not a good situation to use it, you're right. And don't, you know what I mean? Like, never question yourself if you're like, I shouldn't say this. Like, don't question, just don't do it. Don't say it. But like, if it's just like, yeah, he's cracking the whip. It's just two of his brothers. He's like, I'm making sure that they're, they're, we're okay. You know what? Yeah, see, the more you think about it. <laughs> I just... <laughs> this whole episode, I've just been walking myself into corners with words. Um, it's probably not okay. If it's You know what? The more yeah. we talk about it, the more I'm like, yeah, maybe yeah. we shouldn't. Maybe we shouldn't walk yeah. the line as with that one. As soon as I said it, I was like, hmm, that doesn't feel right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh when Ike and Zechariah were goofing around, he'd be the one to say, Come on, guys, let's get serious. When Ike and Zechariah got goofy, 
I because well, it was the guitarist and drummer. He's the he's the keyboard player and singer. Of course, he's gonna yeah. be like, "Come on, guys, well, I don't get singers, to just right." Well, yeah, but like Taylor was like the 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 main singer. Well, this is a funny sentence considering the way I took that quote. Ike often broke into cartoon character voices, <laughs> and Zachariah would just blurt out silly things at inappropriate moments. Remember, he had a drum set. Lewis Drap fondly. <laughs> he has a drum set. He didn't need to do that. He just animal it out. If I know drummers, and I'm I've known a few in my day, if you, if were you tell them, yeah, if you tell them to shut up, they just play the drums more. Yeah. Right. Like that. Like, like and it's kind of what you want them there for. So you can't be mad at them for it. Yeah, but and you finally time, got them there, which was <laughs> yeah. its own fucking adventure. Uh, yeah. The worst thing ever was when you get a drummer there and the la- and they didn't want to get behind their drums. They were like fucking off doing other shit. That was the worst. Because then you're like, dude, okay. The at second least you worst just- thing was once the drummer was behind the drum. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the second worst thing was, of course, yeah, the entire time they were behind the drums and they just wouldn't stop. All right, a little little cliffhanger here. Okay. Page 39. We also had to what? What did oh, they fuck. also have to do? What did they have to do? Um market or would they did they already talk about marketing? Uh No, they recorded. They did the recording. So yeah, yeah. marketing. They probably had yeah, to do the marketing. To, yeah, you have to uh tune into the Moron Bro show. Next week to find out. All right. And that is Bop to the Top, everybody's new favorite segment here on the Moron Bro Show. That was page 39. You can get the other 38 pages, well, 37 and one on a weird time recorded, uh, 37 on our backlog of episodes on iTunes and Spotify. Go to allmylinks.com slash the Moron Bro Show, and uh, you can find all of our links there, especially to our brand new Patreon. But we'll talk more about that. Uh, in the next voiceover, CJ, we're we're here on a Tuesday. We're here on yeah. a Tuesday, and all the greatest radio shows on Tuesdays they play twofers, and so we're not gonna we're not gonna break that tradition. Not today. Not with us. Not today. Not with us. Not today. Not with us. It's two for Tuesday. Two. What do you got, CJ? What do we got for I our mean, it's, it's our Halloween show, so we got Guar. Guar. It's got to be spooky. We got Guar doing two covers. Uh, so it's with- a band dressed in costumes as a band dressing in costume yeah. as another band. I love it. Yeah. And we got two of them. We've got uh, one with Odorous, one with the new singer. We got Guar, Carry On My Wayward Son. We're following that up with more Guar. If you want blood, you got it. That guy really should be singing for ACDC. He really should. We'll talk more about it in a little bit. You're listening to the Marlon Bruce Show here at RealPunkRadio.com. Let's check it out. Carry on my wayward son. Grab a piece when you are done. Lay your weary head to rest. Don't you cry no more.
Get a goddamn job!
If you want blood, you got it. Carry on my wayward son. Guar there for a twofer of some Kansas and ACDC. How is that guy not in ACDC? He really needs the job. Like, didn't, like, Brian Johnson have to step back and, like, walk away? And then they let Axl Rose do it. That's what I'm saying. What a bunch of fucking morons. They could have got a homeless guy off the fucking street. (laughs) They could have just got anybody better than that. But also, you could have got the guy from Guar, and apparently he's really fucking good at that. Yeah. He's, like, really good at that. Like, arguably better at that than he is. Executioner dated Dolly Parton? No, that was... That can't be real, That was a totally made-up thing for the... That was the article. God damn, that article is great, though, ain't it? As soon as you said that, I was like, what? You're going to have to go back. How did they leave that out of the documentary? (laughs) I posted it in the Discord, so you'll have to go back and read it, because the whole thing is beautiful. If I would have read the first part of the article to you, you would have understood exactly what was happening as soon as we started the game. It's the reason I didn't read that part. So if you're in here, or if you're listening to this, uh, go and check out... In our Discord, the article that I posted, I believe it's in the Radio Show Stuff tab. Um, it's great. It's a really funny article, and it's a really good time. Um, but CJ, we only have like one last thing to do here on the Moron Bros Show uh, before we get out of here, which is our death pool. Each week, we try to select somebody that we think is going to die between this show and the next. It's not necessarily somebody that we want to die. It's somebody that we think is going to die. And as long as death is going to be a thing, we might as well get some pizza out of it. Because if we get it right, we will have a pizza party here on the show. And if you go to any of our social medias that you can find at allmylinks.com slash show, you can go to any of our weekly posts, guess who you think is going to die. And if you get it right, we will door dash you a pizza. Uh, we're still working on the logistics with Rourke, but I promise it is going to happen. It is going to happen. We are going to get him a pizza because he got the queen back in September. God damn it. Son of a bitch. It's almost November, CJ. I'm so mad. He knows we're good for it. We've been in contact. We've definitely kept communication open, but we will make good on this. If we make good on nothing that we promise our audience, this will be the thing we make good on. Um... Last week, or the last time we did this, would like two weeks ago, that, that Manson shirt going. The Manson shirt would I'd be like great. To do that. Uh, oh my the, God, we gotta get. We just make a get, whole get Rourke a Manson shirt. We make a whole line of T-shirts where it's we take the Hanson logos and we put Charles Manson <laughs> on them. <laughs> yeah, dude. And it's always says Manson, and it's always in the Hanson lo- uh, like font. That's how we make our millions, CJ, is we make those t-shirts. Anyway, uh, last week I had Ric Flair. Like, uh, for, it's a thing, dude. We design shirts. Yeah, we just, we just sell them. We sell them through the Patreon. And we sell them through, uh, we sell them through, like, Redbubble. Or some shit. Actually, no, Redbubble will definitely not let those logos uh, be uploaded. Never mind. You don't think? No, they get real weird about some shit you put up there. Really? Yes. Nudity is a weird one. They don't like nudity. You can't sell it on the site. Checks out. Stuff like that. Like, I imagine... There's got to be a version of Redbubble that let you do anything. 
Like I, I think like if you put the image of char, well maybe there's got to be an had, alternative. So like if we've bubble. if we've changed if we've altered the intellectual property of Hanson using Manson enough, I don't yeah. see the reason why they would flag it except for the fact that there's Charles Manson on the shit that you're selling. But I imagine there's probably like a bunch of Jeffrey Dahmer shit. I imagine there's probably like a bunch of fucking serial killer shit. Yeah, on Redbubble. Yeah. So I'm sure that if we upload, you know, Manson themed Charles Manson stuff, Manson we gotta Han- do other stuff. Hanson Manson shirts. Yeah. Oh, we just find other. Ba- we find like we find other. We find other uh, boy bands or pop stars that have. Uh. Yeah. What else? What else could we do? Oh man, did your internet die? Oh, I think Keegan's internet died, everybody. <laughs> uh, I do have his death pool pick here, and I do not think you will be surprised uh, to find that Henry Kissinger is Keegan's death pool pick this week. I'm going with the Cos Bill Cosby. <clears throat> it's it's got to be coming. I think we all know it is. Uh, if you want to get your votes in and get your pizza on, go to uh, allmylinks.com slash bros. Uh, hit us up on Instagram, Facebook, all the social medias. Get your vote in there. Send us a picture of your poop. We will guess what you ate. Uh, what else do we do? Oh, send us a picture of your buddy's mugshot, and we'll guess the crime they committed. Uh, so yeah, we got Bill Cosby and Henry Kissinger for this week's death pool. I guess I'm getting out of here. We're ending the show on some mad caddies covering propaganda. And we thought the nation state was a bad idea. Wisecracker after that covering some Metallica with Master of Puppets. You're listening to the Moron Bros Show here at realpunkradio.com. I'm CJ. Hail Satan. (laughs) 